The fellas are back with another episode of The Greatest Team on Paper. I'm Scal. They are James and Stick. We will be going over all your fantasy football needs heading into week three. Who to start, who to sit, what games to bet, what player props to absolutely hammer, and everything in between. I know it's our favorite episode of the week. We're hoping you share the same feeling. First off, let's kick it off with last night's game. Giants versus the Niners, Thursday night football. Stick, what do you have for us, kid? Appreciate it, Scal. Glad to be back here on a glorious Friday, even though we got some storms coming in. But, yeah, we did have a game last night. Giants 12 at the Niners 30. Pretty much everything everyone expected, right? So just some quick highlights I took away from it. You know, CMC is a beast. He's going to be a beast. Barring any injuries, he is showing why he gets picked that high second Debo can be a number one when Ayuk is out I even think he can be a number one with Ayuk in but when he's out he's definitely a number one um just on that topic as well is as long as one of Ayuk or Debo are out Kittle is a stud like he his value goes way up his value goes way up when one of those two are out and it showed last night. Now, he didn't score, but catches and yards, and that's what you need from your tight end when it's it's Kittle and not Travis Kelsey, right? Um, and then other side of the ball, I just have the Giants still suck. Um, <laughs> They're bad. <laughs> so, you know, that those were my main takeaways. Love to hear if you guys have anything to add. Just just a quick hit there. Um. I, you did touch on a couple things, um, and this dates back honestly the last like couple years where there's there's Debo, Ayuk, and Kittle. Now when they're all three out there, for the most part, it's they do the run game. Maybe Debo gets featured the most out of all of them, but Kittle always takes a backseat. But anytime, like you said, that one of them is out, the other two shine. It happens all the time. So if you have any of the San Fran guys, you can play them all with confidence each week. I don't think you should hope for an injury, but anytime it happens, it's, it's, it's light them up. And CMC is, this is just for me personally, it's the first time I've ever owned CMC in my life. He might be the most fun player to watch. It's fun. Oh, now it's, you know why I pick him every dude, year. Dude, yeah. I'm a believer. I'm a CMC believer. There, like literally there were times that Elijah Mitchell was in the game and I was like, I honestly don't even care that he's in because CMC will be back in soon and he's just going to run forever and always go forward and catch the ball and do everything. Yeah, I can, I can echo that. It's my first year having CMC as well. Fun to have, fun to watch. He can break one at any time. Yeah, I mean, but the uh, the Kittle thing, beast. I, I didn't hit on my prop bet because I had him to score, but everything else, if you owned him and played him last night, you're you're absolutely excited about the start of your week. So, I mean, nothing else for me to say on that game. Yeah, absolutely. So, before we do move into recent news, just a quick recap on the game picks and player props we threw out for this game on our Tuesday episode. Should have definitely faded me and Scal as we both <laughs> Scal, I just didn't saw in there. <laughs> as we both didn't hit either our game pick or player prop. But yep. if you did follow James, you might have won maybe 10, 15 bucks, you know? <laughs> <laughs> At the time, I knew it would be 
not great odds. I didn't know it was going to be like minus 200 for right. a, a win's a win. Top, so. a win's a win. Yeah, win, win is it to you. Based off last week, I need some just fucking layups. So at least I got the I got the spread. I'll I'll take solace in that. Yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. Jump in recent news. Yeah. Um. So for recent news, um, we're going to touch on all the games in a bit. So we'll deep dive on anything that we that have um, a lot of the a lot of this news, nothing too major. So I'm going to rattle off a few of these. Most of these are injuries, guys that could be playing, might not be playing, practice reports, stuff like that. So I'm going to list through all of these real quick. Um, if you guys have any you want to touch on before we get to the games or ones that you might want to add. We can, but I'm just going to run through. Uh, the first one, and this happened after we recorded our last episode, Cam Akers got traded to the Vikings. Um, I think this is more of a – he's. Get, I mean, they just needed more room because Madison wasn't really do much. But the funny part was it was for a 2026 pick swap of the sixth round. So talk about getting your value for a guy. Um, Austin Eckler ruled out for week three against the Vikings already. Uh, Odell Beckham and, Ju- and Justice Hill for the Ravens. They are already also ruled out for week three. That's against the Colts. Anthony Richardson uh, is officially ruled out for week three as well. Bryce Young is expected to – he's going to miss this week, but he also might miss a game or two after as well with an ankle injury. So Andy Dalton will be lacing him up for the Panthers. Uh, Good God. A little turn yeah. – <laughs> I, I, we'll talk about it. I actually – I'm not yeah. – I'm not too down on Andy Dalton. I think they actually might be all right. Um, some decent news. Raiders Jacoby Myers practicing full with the Rick um, is a good sign for his ability to play against Steelers. They they kind of need an extra weapon. Jalen Waddle did not practice Friday. Not looking good for Sunday. Joe Burrow did practice on Friday. So it's still up in the air. Now that he practiced, I kind of expect him to play, but we'll, we'll see. Uh, Kenny Gainwell. He practiced in full on Friday. He is expected to play, so we'll get the first taste of how the backfield looks for the Eagles with Gainwell and Swift both both ready to go. Uh, DeAndre DeAndre Hopkins questionable for Sunday's game against the Browns with an ankle. Um, is 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 it is it official though? Because the the last thing I saw was that it was just questionable. No, so I I, I watched a couple things on IG. He, he's playing. He's practicing. He's doing all his cuts. He'll play. They're just okay. Rushing him. Okay. Yeah. I mean, honestly, that the only report I read literally just said questionable. I didn't know if it, it didn't say fracture or not. So that's good to know. Um, Zay Jones, uh, he's ruled out for Sunday's game against the Texans. D- <laughs> DK Metcalf is uh, questionable, but is expected to play. Aaron Jones, he practiced Friday. He's also on track to play. Isaiah Pacheco, I didn't know about this one. Uh, questionable with a hamstring injury for Sunday's game. Scott, you got anything? I know you are. Uh, no, it's just something that he's been dealing with even in the offseason. So I, I think they're it's a good matchup. Yeah, it's a great matchup. I think even if he doesn't get his full workload, he'll be fine. Yeah, I totally agree. Um, Josh Reynolds, our, our podcast darling, uh, questionable for Sunday, but did practice in full on Friday. So that's good. Uh, so did Amon Ross St. Brown. He practiced fully on Friday. So he's on track to play through that turf toe. Um, and the final thing, kind of more just. Not injury news, but uh, Kevin Stefanski of the of the Browns said that Jerome Ford is going to be the starting running back. Um, so the Kareem Hunt signing. So at least out of the gates, Jerome Ford is the is taking the Nick Chubb role and will be the star. And Kareem Hunt just be splitting them. Um, and that's all I have for right now. Do you guys have anything else, or should we kick it to 
the the star of the show, the games. Let's uh let's let's get right into the meat and potatoes here. You know, I think <laughs> let's uh, do it. This is my this is my favorite, potatoes, this is my favorite part of this Friday. Is, this is this is what Dude, we live. Get for me to the here. games. Jolt me. Now, uh, Friday. Yeah. Week three. Also, Lions. doing recent news just make I I always I, to do recent news just feels like I'm being a Debbie Downer because basically all recent news is just what bad happened that I'm not a report on. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's also yeah, some so, good in there, but slightly. Um, but go on. Let's let's get to the fun yeah. stuff. Week three lines, picks, props from the fellas, the meat and potatoes. Right. So we're gonna go game by game here. Give you our game picks and a player prop from each game and maybe some fantasy implications as well. So first game on the slate here, we have the Denver Broncos plus six and a half at Miami Dolphins with an over under of 48. Scal, I'd I'd like to hear what what you think on this one. I just thought this line was a little, eh, to be honest, six and a half. I, I took Finn's money line. I think the Dolphins will win. I still don't believe in Russell Wilson all that much. So I took the money line. I don't really want to lay the points, especially with, as we heard, James's report, Waddle is out. So it, they're going to be able to shadow Tyreek even a little bit more, I feel like. Hard to shadow that guy. Mm-hmm. Don't get don't get me we'll, wrong. We'll say his name later. <laughs> yeah. So uh, my prop bet today uh, for that game is Jerry Judy over 48 and a half. I think he played decent last week. Uh, in his first game back, he's going to be Russell's favorite target. The over-under is 48, so I like there to be a lot of points, meaning a lot of passing. I don't think the do- or the the Broncos are going to be running all over the ball, uh, all, all over the field. So I take J- uh, Jerry Judy over 48 and a half. I think that's one of those ones that we say, hey, like get a low line while you can. I, I think that's a little low for Jerry Judy. I think he can bust one open. So that's my prop for this game. Yeah, go ahead, James. Let's hear what you have. Yeah, I also kind of I didn't really like the line, but when it comes when I'm indecisive, when it comes to me actually putting money on some of these games, it's who would like if I'm really in between. It's who would I would who would I rather ride with? And if I'm putting money on it, I'll go with the Dolphins, even though I don't like the spread. Maybe I'm wrong. I'd rather put money into it and Tyreek and that freak team instead of the Broncos, who just have looked so bad. I don't even think they looked that good last week. Like Russell got lucky on a few things like some yeah, he broken coverages ball. but he looked like shit after that yeah and yeah. honestly if it wasn't for that hail mary like i mean it, just fantasy wise he wouldn't be as good so all right yeah. i don't love it but you know maybe if i don't love it it'll actually hit uh for my prop it's tyreek over 85 i think without jalen waddle it's it's going to be the tyreek show they can there's a few coaches that i think can actually scheme him out bill belichick was one of them and he still got 40 yards at a touch so it's hard to contain that speed freak for that long. And when he's really the only guy, then just, you know, to a let it rip, go after it. So yeah, that's mine. Yeah. I mean, I'm fairly confident in this with the dolphins <laughs> minus six and a half. I just don't like the Broncos at all, especially defensively. Like we can talk about their offense all we want, but defensively that was supposed to be their pedigree. And they've given up a lot of points to teams that are not good. Aren't you so, a PS2 guy? What's that? PS2? Yeah, but he can't guard Tyreek Hill one-on-one. No one can. So it's that doesn't matter. They have they can have players, but they've given up a lot of points to don't don't get me wrong. Like like they have Tyreek in gadget plays 
and and motioning and and everything they, like that. Their offense is I, their offense is going to be tough to stop, and the Broncos are not going to do it. Coach first coach, I would take McDaniel's over whoever the Broncos got. They have a decent defense. Well, they have Sean Tyreek's Payton, different. but Sean Payton's he's a little rusty. Yeah, but um, yeah. Moving on, my prop bet. I like Mostert over sixty and a half rush yards. I mean, I feel like you yeah. can get that on one play. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, yeah. Yeah. Keep feeding me. Keep feeding yeah. me. Hey, you know what? You I had keep... I had Mostert last year. You have to take advantage of while you have him because at some point in the season he's going to go down. I, so, like I've been you, saying that the whole time. <laughs> he, he's a starter in the lineup until he gets hurt, and then you know you stash him. Like you, you'll get a good one to five games out of him. Might as well yeah. use it. Yeah, he's fast. so. Those were our picks and props real quick before we move to the next game. Fantasy implications. Let's start with the Dolphins. I mean, you're playing Tua. You're playing Mostert. You're playing Tyreek. Yeah. Anyone else? That's it. No. That's, maybe. I mean, maybe. You, you want to play Barrios slight at tight end? Or, maybe Barrios or some uh, – or what's that guy's name? Crackcroft? No, no. Bra- Bra- wait, Braxton Barrios in the slot. That's – River yeah, I don't mind. I don't mind a bracket. I don't mind it if you're if it's deep. Yeah. I yeah, mean it's if you need he him. hasn't done anything in a while, so like you don't know, but reports have been good at a camp that he was like doing all right. Just yeah. yeah I don't so, mind. It. On the other side, Dolphin or sorry, Broncos, you're playing Javante. Yeah. He's been looking pretty good, right? Yeah. Yeah. He's getting he's getting him. the ball. Um, he's a he's a decent RB too. What about receivers? Judy, Sutton. I honestly, because I like, I think that the Broncos are going to be behind in this game. I, I I do like them. And the Dolphins' corners, Xavier Howard is okay. He's good. Uh, he's good. He's all. He's older. He's, be- he's, he's better than okay. But I think they got to throw the ball. And obviously, I have Judy over 48 and a half. So, obviously, I'm going to play Judy. Yeah, I think. I mean, I keep saying I mean, of course. But, um. I, yeah. I like guy said he was going to try to get that out. I, okay. I, I told him I, I gotta, I gotta work out the, I mean, I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to put a shot collar on you. Just when you do it, just fucking... <laughs> until it happens. It's not means, but nah um, means. <laughs> so I think the dolphins D line is pretty good. So it's going to depend on the Broncos offensive line in, in this situation. So yeah, you, if you need to, you can play Judy. Sutton's eh. Sutton is a flyer. Ju- Judy over Sutton, right? Yeah, I, yeah. I, I yeah. agree with that. I'm not. You're not excited to play Judy, but he's he'll, he'll be fine. I it's think. it's a it's a high over play. under for well, yesterday play. or yesterday. Last right. week was his yeah. first game, so you, you got to take that with a grain of salt. It's the first yep. action he's had since the off season when he pulled his hammy so one more week into the system this is his game too and we saw all those jumps from week one to week two with some of these guys that we didn't know about so it's his it's his week two i think he hammers this over honestly it's gonna it's gonna i agree i i like his over but it's gonna defend on or depend on the offensive line so all right moving on we got the bills minus six and a half at the washington football team over under 43 and a half. James, let's let's hear your take on this one. Um yeah, I watch so Washington has impressed me a little bit just offensively. You know, they're putting up points. Eric Bieniemy is 
gotten that team going. Brian Robinson looks really good. I mean, he looks he looks fast. He looks strong. It's just one of those ones where the Bills. I, I don't know what to think of the Bills right now because they they lost to the Jets and then they steamrolled the Raiders. It's like, all right, well, which one are you? Are you the, are you still a juggernaut? Or are you still in between? And just six point five is just a lot of points. I I don't think that Washington wins, but I think that they can. I think they can cover that spread. I think that's a lot of points and the weather. I think weather could be a part of this is that, as well. I, I wanted to ask that. So I, I live down south now. So what, what's the weather looking up there, Stick? It is going to be raining all weekend, apparently. Like, like hard rain, like a lot of wind. Dude, I heard like uh, almost tropical storms. Yeah, it looks like like we're in the dead heart of this thing coming up. So, so the New, New England game, the Bills-Washington and the Colts Ravens are the three main teams that will be affected by this. If it happens, I don't know how severe, but like it seems like wind and rain and shitty. Weather. I want to say I want to say a lot of it's tomorrow, but it's something to monitor for everybody out there going into Sunday for sure. Yeah. So in this is partly weather part. I think Washington is a frisky team, and I think they can. I think they can hang, especially at home. Um. Oh yeah. Prop bet. I have, J- I have James Cook rushing 53. I thought he looked really good last week. I know it was a shit kicking, but, you know, he still ran well. So I, I think that 53 is somewhat low for him, especially if it does get wet and muddy and shit, then, you know, it, it could be run heavy that game. So I, I like James Cook. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I agree with the weather implications. You got to you definitely have to monitor that going into Sunday. I like the Bills minus six and a half. I think the defense might have taken a step next week or last week, sorry, against the Raiders. And I'm just not sold on Washington. Yeah, they look better, but I don't know. Who, they haven't played too many, too many good teams in the first two weeks. Um, that leads me to my revenge prop bet of the week. <laughs> And with <laughs> with with the weather, with the weather, I'm staying away from the yards, but I will take the receptions, the short dink and dumps to Steph Diggs over five and a half receptions. It's going to happen. He had seven last week. He just didn't get his yards. He's still the focal point. They're going to get him the ball. Is that is that plus money by chance or? I don't believe it's plus money. No, I saw okay. it. I, I, right I think it's right flat. But if it goes up to six and a and half, it will be, and I'm still taking it. I think I think you're onto something you go there. Yeah, I, I think you're onto something there because I do see them doing a lot of those little short ass, like little screen bubble screens or or little slants, yep. little out, something like that, just in that weather to get four or five yards and that screen to just like pop it open. I'm on the same length as you. Where I'm not really a believer. I'm pretty sure that you read my notes, but it's cool. I'll read them again. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a non-believer in Washington right now. I do like what they had for us on defense the first two weeks, but now it's the true test, right? We we saw it last week in our episode where you said maybe they're matchup proof, but then you saw that they played the Bills this week. I believe we dropped them for a different for a different team, but. I'm taking the Bills minus six and a half. I, I have here in my notes, prove me wrong game. Like if I'm wrong, I'm wrong. I'm not personally going to bet this line. I, I think, again, the six and a half line that we saw in the previous game is kind of how I feel in this game. 
I just didn't want to give up that much money if I'm betting this game. So six and a half minus one ten. It is what it is. I probably won't touch it. I don't love it, but to give the people what they want to hear on my opinion, six and a half is is what I'm laying. My prop bet is kind of a reverse juju bet. <laughs> I go up against Brian Robinson, and he's been the darling of fantasy football, the steal of the draft, some drafts for running back. And especially if you did like a zero RB strategy and you have Brian Robinson, the seventh, eighth, whatever round that he was drafted in, he, he looks great, you know, scoring. What does he have? Three touchdowns already in two games. So, yeah. So last week I have him over total yards, 70 and a half shout out to you pups. You know, we'll both be happy if he gets it. Because I probably will have this in one of my in one of my parlays because I, I just think they feed him the ball. I don't think the Bills rush defense is all that great. But we can get into some yeah. fantasy implications. I mean, Seventy and a half's low for a man that's been shot eight times. That's looking this good. <laughs> um yeah, fantasy implications. Chef boy R fitty. Um you're playing Buffalo. Let's go Buffalo. You're playing Josh. You're playing Steph Diggs. Gabe Davis, he playing? It depends what game you trust. Do you? I trust like him, him in the flex. He's but a flex. Also, also but again, we're, we're talking about weather. We're talking also about weather. That's why the weather's weather part dependent. Hundred percent. Because he's he's a big he's the big threat, not the short thinking dumper. Yes. So yep. that's the it's weather dependent. I, I agree. Thing, with like, even, even even in weather, right? So maybe like teams aren't thinking that you're going to do that. I can potentially see him doing a little play action bomb, potentially getting it. But like Josh don't give a fuck either. He's got a yeah, strong ass on he'll, he'll throw, he'll it, throw it. But like is it gonna slip out of his hand? You you just don't know. I I rather I'd rather not play Gabe. I, I think Gabe is week one Gabe instead of week two Gabe in my opinion. Yeah, agreed. So. I think you I think you run into bad when you try to chase immediate good games from a guy that like just you know he's been inconsistent. So when you you play him when he just came off a big game. That doesn't always, to me, it always doesn't really work out. We have enough track record where he is inconsistent. You don't know when it's going to happen, but he's a he's a dart throw if you need some upside. How about that? But I, I yeah. personally wouldn't. I'm James not trying Cook, to play him. James Cook, you're playing. How yeah. about either of the tight ends? You guys still are you still up up in the air like I am on those? We haven't seen much from either of them. The tight end landscape is so bad right now that like I agree. It's 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 like if you want to take a shot, I think Dalton Kincaid is a he's a better talent than Dawson Knox, but he's so rookie, he's still getting into his his own his own way. I think he'll be good by the end of the year. If you want to take a fucking stab at him, maybe this is the week that they throw him a touchdown. Go go do it because unless you have Kelsey, Mark Andrews, or TJ Hawkinson, you're hoping for like seven points out of your tight end and you're fucking happy. So you want to give a shot? Why not? He'll be used. I think, I think they do like him. Yeah. yeah. I'm on right. the same. Washington playing. You're playing Brian Robinson. That's pretty much my only must start. Maybe I guess Terry, you could start. Scary Terry looked good last week. I Scary. mean, we saw, we saw how fit that dime into him. I think they're getting their rapport back. So I still like Scary Terry. I mean, Jahan Dodds. you're, you're I'll talk about John Dodson. Yeah. So my last thought on you're, you're, you probably drafted Scary Terry to be in your starting lineup. So I think you still do that. 
again, weather dependent. If you if you have someone like Nico Collins that you got later in the draft, maybe you don't start him. I, I, it just depends on your team. But go ahead. What, what do you got on Jahan? So I, I was high on Jahan Dawson even during like draft season. And he's good. Like he's a good talent. That's why I liked him. He's a good talent. I think Eric Bieniemy is a good OC. Sam Howell throws the ball. All the stuff adds up. They are using him in a terrible way right now. He's all he's getting are the less is five yards or less type of routes. And that's not his game. He can stretch the field. He's a, he's a big play guy. He can, he's a, he's a really good talent. So I'm basically, cause I took John Dotson at my, my props the last two weeks and they were both like in the forties or fifties didn't hit. I'm officially off Dotson until I see a like scheme change for him. Cause if he's just going to keep getting these dink and dunks, it's there's not, a, they're not explosive enough to like to do much with that. So it's scary. Terry is, uh, way ahead of John Dotson. I, I, I yeah. wouldn't put John Dotson at yeah. all, honestly. All right. Until final, I see final something. Thoughts, final thoughts. Just whoever drafted Antonio Gibson's sick and you're not playing him. Brian Robinson's backfield. Yeah. All right, next game. Weather. Next game on the slate here. We got Colts plus eight at Baltimore Ravens over under 44. I can go first on this one because I like the Ravens in this big time, this line, I think I got this line before Anthony Richardson was ruled out, but either way, you know, Baltimore, they, they've looked good. Um, I do like, it's the same line right now. Just FYI. Still the same line. So it's silly. They, yeah. they've already factored it in, I guess. So I'm, I like the Ravens minus eight lay the points. They're at home. I think Lamar is going to run a little more because of the weather. Good point. So, I like that. and I also do like Mark Andrews is back. Yeah. Odell and justice Hill are out, but he has a safety blanket back if he needs him. So I do like Baltimore minus eight. And then leading up to my player prop, I have Lamar over 45 and a half rush yards. Yeah. I'm, I'm I'm going against you. I got Colts plus eight, and I mean, really, it's it's just I I didn't like the spread, so I'm going with I'm going with the underdog. I I think eight points is too much. Colts have been they've been okay. They're not. I haven't seen that bad. Plus, I I do like uh, Gardner Minshew as a backup. Maybe I'm a little biased towards that. He is he's a dog. I think he can. I think they can keep it within eight. And I don't think the Ravens haven't really been blowing teams out right now. So I just I think eight's a lot. That's mostly it. I still think Ravens win. This could be a weather game too. Again, we we can go back to that. Like that that kind of went into my mind making a little bit that when the weather's bad, the scoring goes down and eight points spreads are hard to cover when it's under forty points. So that's 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 basically it. Um, and then. My prop, I got Gus Edwards touchdown. Justice Hill's out. Sloppy game. He'll he'll you know he'll stumble over his own two feet into the end zone at least. Maybe once, two. Maybe two. Maybe, maybe, maybe two. He's I think he's I, I'm gonna check it. I think he was just plus money um to score a touchdown. But yeah, yeah you can you can take yeah, it up. Especially with Justice out. I do like that pick. I, I didn't know Justice was out until your recent news. So that's a good insider information there. I wasn't privy since like when I I look at weather I look at weather on Saturday and truthfully I should look at it now because we're doing these picks now I have the over forty four if it's going to be rainy I don't like that anymore I will take again a beating on the odds but I'll take 
Ravens money line. I just don't know which way it'll go. So if it's decent weather, I'm going over 44 because like James said, Gardner Minshew, he has success in the past when coming in, he's got the stash, I'm sure. So it's not like some schmo is coming off the, (laughs) off the bench and being a, and being that mustache and those jean shorts, you think that guy's going to lose by more than eight? (laughs) <laughs> exactly Bloody nuts so again in my prop bets again this is weather dependent i'm sick that i didn't look at it so i do apologize that's on me i last week we talked about having marky andrews and zay flowers at three and a half we missed that trend but i still like four and a half they both had four over four and a half zay for two weeks now mark last week with his first one Lamar loves Mark as a safety blanket. So if it is bad weather, Wait, they're both downs, four and a half. They're both four and a half. Really? Okay. Yeah. And, and it's just under, it's like negative 110, negative 115. So it's, I'm just saying if, the, if they're going to throw it to two people, it's going to be Mark Andrews and it's going to be Zay Flower. So, and Odell's out. That's yeah, part of so it. So if he throws 20 passes, you got to think that five of them will go to Zay, five of them will go to Mark. So I think you can even parlay that in a little SGP. Yeah. But obviously it's going to be weather dependent. Yeah. I mean, that's that South like Carolina it. living. You don't have to worry about the weather, huh? It hasn't, it hasn't rained true, in man, California. Dude, I, I didn't understand how much <laughs> I didn't know how much it rained here. It's like living in Florida, apparently. Like yeah. So you get the, the spurts, spurt. right? You get the spurts. You don't, it's not, it's either a downpour or it's 98 degrees with the yeah. thousand percent humidity. All right. Quick fantasy it, implications. It, um, Ravens. Let's start with the Ravens. You're playing Justin Tucker. <laughs> um, he's one, Lam- honest to God. Yeah. You're, you're playing, you're playing Lamar. You're playing Mark Andrews. I think you can even play Zay Flowers in this. No, you got to get. I think Zay Flowers. You're, is you're it. definitely playing. He's locked and loaded. And Gus yeah. Edwards, if he's out yeah, there, Gus, go get him. If he's I don't an know RB if he's out there in many sure. leagues, but he's he's going to be leading that backfield. Um, next, we got the Colts. Would you hold on? Would you play Rashad Bateman with Odell out? No, not in this no. game. No, I wouldn't either. Just ask. Um, I. I think even without even without the weather, I think Zay's higher than him on the pecking order. Oh, I I agree. I'm not saying over him. I'm saying like flex reasons. You got Rashad Odell's out. I need uh, to see a good game from Rashad before a couple of underperformed. I think he's underperformed Uh, what they what they try to get. Um, Yep. All right. Yeah. Colts. I don't know. I mean, are you playing Michael Pittman? That's it. Oh, Zach Moss. Yes, of course. Michael Pittman and Zach Moss. Zach Moss is just a. He's the guy. No one else is there. He's not going to have a great game. I don't think he. Yeah. He's not playing the Texans again. But like, if you need an RB two that will touch the ball a lot, like he'll be it. Yeah. He could find. It's kind of. It's kind of like Matt Breda last night, right? Hundred like, percent. He's going to get the yeah, volume. He, he can get 11, a 11. Yeah, he can get. Yes. He can get 10, 11 points, something like that. Yeah. And I think you're happy. Anything over that, you're ecstatic. Yeah. Anything under that, you kind of expect it at that point. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I totally All agree. Right. Yeah. Let's let's move on. Big slate. We got uh Houston Texans plus eight and a half at Jacksonville over under 44. Let's uh let's go with James here. What what, what are you thinking on this game? I mean, I, I guess it just kind of happened where these first three games, I'm just taking the dogs in each of them. But I I, I think the Texans have I think CJ Stroud has 
he's been the best rookie quarterback so far. I mean, he can't throw for 384, you know, by accident. Um, and I just think it's one of those ones it's going to come down to the end. They're getting beat by, you know, 17 points. It's garbage time. And what does CJ Stroud do? He just keeps throwing it down the field and they cover that 8.5. I just think it's a lot. And the Jags, they haven't looked like a fine tool machine so far. Like they, you know, they, they've, they've miscued on a few things. I still think Jags win. I think ETN, great game. That's, that's my prop. ETN over 67.5 rush. Teams can run all over the Texans, but I think the Texans have enough. They have enough firepower in terms of CJ Shroud and those wide receivers that 8.5 feels like a lot. And it's a division game. So, you know, that that's kind of that's why I add that. Yeah, what are your thoughts? Yeah, I, I'm reading over my notes and I'm trying to figure out what the fuck <laughs> I was talking about. <laughs> I said over 44 and a half because the Colts stink. And I think that's related to last week. I'm trying to remember my notes. Sorry, folks. It was a very long day at work. For anyone that's in the banking world, it's quarter in. So um, I, I say over 44 and a half points. I think, you know, Jags need to keep their damn feet in bounds and they get a couple more touchdowns. <laughs> that's so uh, true. Yeah, uh, last week. For any Jags fans out there, that was brutal to watch. It, 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 last week could have went over if they just pressured the, the Chiefs to actually move the ball down. I think that was so – not scripted, obviously, because they want to score, but it was so dependent on what the Jags did is what the Chiefs were going to do. I don't think the Chiefs unlocked anything last week, and and they're going to do that this week against the the, the Bears. But my uh, my prop bet is Ridley over sixty five and a half. There wasn't really many prop bets for this game. I didn't even see Christian Kirk out there. Obviously, from recent news, Zay or Zay. Uh, Zay Jones is out. So there wasn't that many props to pick from, but I'm going to go on the Jag side, and I think Ridley gets over 65 and a half. If there was a Kirk line, it'd probably be somewhere in the 45 and a half range. If it's there on Sunday morning, I'm hammering that, especially with Zay out. Yeah, yeah. I also like the over in this game, 44 and a half. I think the Jags can probably score 30, 35 on their own, and – Hopefully cool. the Texans can score a couple touchdowns. Um, I have I ETN <laughs> over 89 and a half rush yard or 89 and a half total yards, rush and receiving yards. So leading into that, fantasy implications start every Jaguar. I mean, Trevor Lawrence, Calvin Ridley, yep. Christian Kirk, yep. Evan Ingram, and Travis ETN, you're all firing up this week. Maybe with Zay, yep. maybe with Zay yep. Jones out, maybe you'll see. Evan Ingram get more involved a little bit this game as well because we yeah. saw Ridley have his game week one. We saw Kirk have his game week two. Maybe they get Evan Ingram involved a little bit more this game. Evan Ingram yeah. is was a top has been a top ten tight end in fantasy the last two weeks. He's as as far as tight ends go, he's, he's one steady. of the more steady ones right now. Dude, so he's, you're you're firing him, up all but the he's steady. Um Texans. Are you <laughs> starting CJ Stroud? Probably if you need him. I think you can. Yeah, I think if you yeah, have, Jay, I don't think say so. you have Joe Burrow, you have Anthony Richardson. I think he's he's a he's a flyer. Yeah, look, they're going to be down in this game. He's going to be throwing it like we said. Fantasy football most of the time is about garbage points. We like garbage points. They call it the witching hour on red zone. I love it because that's when wins become losses and losses become oh my god. 
so I think I think you can start Nico Collins. What about him and and Tank I think, Dell? I think you can start Nico Collins and Robert Woods. Tank Dell, I I want I want to see another week out of him, but if you need him, I think you can still play him. The one you person did. I'm personally sitting is Damian Pierce. No, if you have if you have a better option, you you can sit Damian <laughs> what, Pierce. What's a better option? All right, would you play Gus Edwards over Damian Pierce? Yes, probably. I would. Yeah. I All right. Will. I mean, he. I, I just he is good. Like he is I good. Get he's good. But that he, all. I know. I I know. That makes sense. Maybe but, maybe next year. Maybe next ooh, year. Oh, uh, Brees Hall. Pierce. I'm trying to think of some names. I would play Damian Pierce over Brees Hall right now. Okay. All right. So there's. I have a I have a different take on that, but that's fine. I that's, think, I, but it's it's close. Like that's kind of the because. But where where you drafted. Damian Pierce, fifth round, fourth round. Like he's probably your RB two. You probably don't have well, same with guys you, picked, guys you picked up off the waiver wire. Like maybe let's do them. Let's do Kyron Williams or or Damian Pierce. Kyron, Kyron, Jerome Ford or Damian Pierce. Jerome, the no. Uh, you're, I'm gonna I'm gonna say it in later on. Like the Titans' rush defense is so disrespected. I, is so disrespected, and I. I will start Damian Pierce over. Jordan. All right. Well, okay. We All right. So that's the, the line. Game. He's he's a re- he's around that. Yeah. I was just I'm trying to get an idea for him. Yeah. For a friend, right? <laughs> I don't ha- I don't have Damian Pierce. It's, uh, that yeah. actually was for friends. <laughs> um. All right. Next game we got Atlanta Falcons plus three at the Detroit Lions over under forty six and a half. Scal, take it. Yeah. Away, so <laughs> so. I'll have more to say in the fantasy implications part, so I'm just going to get mine over real quick, and then we'll, we'll go back to my take on, on this game because I I have questions of, about this game on who to start and who to sit myself. I have the over average games in Detroit had a total of 48 points or higher in the last couple of years. There's just points to be scored in Detroit. I think people like playing there. It, it, points, 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 points. My juicy, my juicy parlay or uh, prop bet, I'm sorry, is Ritter over one and a half touchdown passes plus 180. That's juicy. So I I, I think they're going to be down. Like I said, there's going to be a lot of points in this game. So I'm hoping for maybe a dump down to Bijan, maybe a, a bomb to Drake. Who knows? So we'll see what happens, but I like Ritter over one and a half touchdown passes. Yeah, I got um, I got I'm 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 on the lines this week. The Falcons have impressed me. I know they want to run the ball. They they've been a pretty sound team. They they don't really screw up too much. But Detroit's better. They're often they have too much offensive firepower, especially if Amon Ra plays. It's in Detroit. I this game could get murky. Who knows? But to me. I think Detroit wants to bounce back after that loss to Seattle last week. I think they're hungry. I think they're ready to go. Um, you got the so ski minus this week? No, no, that's retired. <laughs> well, CJ Gardner Johnson tore his pack, so he's also not playing anymore. That I will say, I did not know that he started it. If you're a first year guy on the team, you're not allowed to make gimmicks up. Like you're not allowed to come in as a first year guy and be like, "Hey, everyone, we're blue ski mess. That's reserved for the guys that have been there for years. Like, know the fans, or know if all you're that in Philly, shit. or if you're in Philly." 
But even in Philly, like when we did the dog mask, it was Lane Johnson said it. I'll, I'll fucking die for that guy. Like if those if if guys that have been there forever do it, yeah, wear the dog mask all you want. That was cool. I didn't know CJ was the one that started that. So that that was a mistake by me. We'll chalk that one up as an L. But um, and I got Bijan over sixty nine point five rush. He this is purely he's just he's good. He can run over anybody. I think that line's going to start moving up and up and up as the year goes on. That's just his rush yards. That's just his rush yards. I don't want. I've I've stopped doing the the combine. His combine's kind of high, but I, the lines don't have a great run, run defense. So I just see it as. I mean, Bijan's just such a stud. Dude, he he breaks an ankle every game. He's a stud. Yeah, yeah. I mean, his I think his combine was in the nineties, so it was pretty high. Yeah. Um, I also like the Lions minus three. I just think at home they're going to come out Falcons. I don't have much faith in them. So I'm going to ride with the Lions minus three here. And as my prop bet, this one's, this is a great game. I mean, this is our first look at Bijan versus Jameer, the top two running backs taken, right? So Do they not have any props up for him. They, they did. They this was yet. another game that didn't have many props up yet. So I went with Amon Ra over his 70 and a half. I didn't know he was kind of hurt, but I am waiting for Jameer Gibbs props to come out. So once they do come out, I'll probably maybe jump on that depending what they are. So leading, we'll see leading up to the game, but fantasy implications. Let's start with the Falcons. Bijan, you're firing up. Drake London, Kyle Pitts, probably the only Uh-oh. three. Drake, Drake London. I think I would play them with, I, I don't know. I, I would play him as a flex. That's the, the best way I can describe it. Like, so, so this this is where my conundrum comes into play, right? So I have Josh Reynolds as well as Drake London on my team. Now, the Falcons right now are technically, based on the first two weeks, the top five against receiving or passing. But they who look who they played. They played Carolina. They played Bryce Young his first game ever in the NFL. Of course, he's going to make mistakes. And then you have Jordan Love last week, who had three touchdown passes, but only like 150 yards. I am so torn on who the fuck to play here, whether I do Josh Reynolds. like, And James said he is a little banged up, so we'll have to monitor that. But like, do we believe the Drake London from week one, or do we believe the Drake London from week two? Or... Like, if you think about it, like, what is the Falcons game plan going into this game? It's going to be try to hold on to the ball, possess the, the ball. ball so they don't have Detroit flying up and down the field. I think I honestly think whoever gets the ball first. So if if the Falcons get the ball first, they're going to start running the ball, hopefully milk seven, eight minutes out of the first drive, hopefully. But if the Lions get the ball first, it opens up everything. Yeah, I also think you have to monitor if a Monra doesn't play, it makes it easy for you, right? Yep. If not, then that's when your pick gets hard. So I, I think it's something you gotta just look at leading up to Sunday. Well, it's great. It's got- my, my, my second receiver is is projected ten points, so that's fucking fun. My gut says Drake London if Amon Ra plays, if that helps. 
Yeah, and, and you know what? I think we talked about a little offline. Like Drake London's talent is much better than a Josh Reynolds. But like, who do you trust more, Jared Goff or Ritter? Goff, one hundred percent. Exactly. So that that's where it's like a toss up for me. It's going to be a last minute decision on who I play. I think I'm leaning towards Drake London right now. He is in my lineup. However, we will monitor as as the time goes on. And, and the thing is, I, I'm in a fucking golf tournament this weekend, so I'm not gonna like <laughs> I'm not gonna be up to date with the very latest information. So I'm gonna have to be on my phone while trying to make birdies. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I think either way, this is a nice. It's a high over under for the, these two teams. I think so. If you think it's gonna go over, I you might not be able to go wrong with either of them. Yeah. That could be true. Uh, I mean, I'm going too. So, like these these moves. If if I was one and zero, two and zero, it'd be completely different. But like in my in my honest opinion, it's like if if I make one wrong move, I could be easily zero and three, and that and that's the heartbreaking part about it. Yeah. yeah. Um. For Kyle Pitts, I, I, I don't want to play him at all. But I, we I said it before. Like tight ends are so bad. Like. Who's your who? Who else are you gonna go to? Like fucking Devin Smythe of the Dolphins or Tyler Higby? Like at least Kyle Pitts gives you some floor, but he's I, I wouldn't want to play him. But I, sometimes I think you have to, so he's probably in your lineup. Yeah, yeah. If you pick Kyle Pitts, you're probably playing. Him. You gotta play him. Yeah, you you made when you picked him, you made your bed with him. You're gonna play him until he gives you three zeros in a row or something. I don't know. Yeah. On the other side, golf. You're. You can play, I think, if you need him. Um, I like golf. Sam Laporta, you're playing, baby. Dude, I um, oh, did. I would die for Sam Laporta over Kyle Pitts. And Amon Ra, he plays. And then, obviously, Josh Reynolds could be a flex. But yeah. um, moving on. What about Craig you know, Reynolds? Craig Reynolds, yeah, I, so, I, if you need him. It, that's, that's if you're in that hurt running back stage where yeah. – you drafted a J.K. Dobbins. You drafted a a Nick Chubb. That you 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 might pick him up and you might you might plug him in. I, I if you have a better option, I would go elsewhere with that one. But we can move on. Yeah, yeah. Craig Reynolds, you could play him. He's if below he all the guys we said before, like Gus, Zach Moss. Yeah, way yeah, below. Uh, below. Williams, like all those guys you picked up, I would play. Because them. this Craig could Reynolds be a Jameer Gibbs game. Resort. It could be Correct. a Jameer. You haven't but seen it, but it could be that. I don't game. think they're giving. They're going to use a running back in the David Montgomery role. I just don't think in the same volume. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like they're not giving Jameer Gibbs everything, but they might do more pass plays because they know they don't have David Montgomery, which would help Gibbs. Yeah. All right. Moving on, next yeah, game next we got we have the absolute mud fest of the week here. We got yeah. the New England Patriots minus two and a half at the New York Jets, over under a measly thirty six and a half. You got to think they're taking <laughs> weather. Gross. You got to think they're taking weather into account here, but they both just aren't great either. Um, I can go real quick. Uh, I have the Pats minus two and a half. You know, Belichick went two and zero against them last year. Covered two and a half. No Rodgers. Yeah, the Jets D's good, but their offense, I don't see them doing much, especially in a 36 and a half over under. So I'm going to ride with the Patriots, get back on track here. And I'm also going to take this one was a little weird to me, but, uh, you know, I think it's the weather. 
But I do have Devontae Parker over 34 and a half. First game back last week, he had 50-something yards. It looked like they targeted him a good amount, so I'm going to go with that. Yeah, I, I have this as my gross game of the week. I, I, look, don't bet this game. Like, you can listen to us if you want and, and do these picks. I'm not betting this game, but for the viewers and people listening to this podcast, I took two bets. I took New England money line. I think the two and a half line is a little fishy in my opinion. You know, it, it's screaming that you should take the Pats, but for whatever reason, it's only two and a half. And my prop bet is Brees Hall over total yards only because of his comments last week when he was asked why they lost the game. He said, I only had four touches, so don't ask me. Yeah, I'm uh I'm I'm riding packs too. I I won't put money on Zach Wilson. That's kind of just it. I I think they get it. And I I think Ramondre is a good game. He's my prop. He's over 85.5 total yards. If they're going to do it, he should, you know, it's a good run D, but I think they they use him in a lot of different ways. So I think he can, I think he can scamper over, over that total. But I think this is a great game for the Pats, you know, maybe not get back on track, but they should win this game. Bill Belichick against a fucking quarterback like Zach Wilson. I, I looked at the line of what's Zach Wilson's interceptions and it was like, to throw one interception, it was minus like 220. So it's like, I, I was thinking about putting that, but that seems almost too easy. Uh, but yeah, I'm, I got Pats all day here. What's your, what's your prop? Oh, it was Ramondre over 85.5. Totally. Total, right. Rush and receive. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Quick fantasy implications. Like, I don't know, like, God, where you drafted Garrett Wilson, you almost have to play him, but geez, like, this you're is not scary. happy about it. You're not happy about it. No, you're not happy. E- about ever it. since Rodgers went down, you're not happy about starting him, but you have to based on where you draft. I think him. honestly, I think Ramondre Stevenson might be the only startable person in this game. You got to play Wilson too. Yeah, yeah. You Wilson is just Ramondre. not happy about it. Literally the only. No, two no, but you. Yeah, it's you're you're hoping yeah. that he does what he did last week, which is hopefully snag a you know an, a badly thrown slant pass to the crib. I mean, that's all you yeah. can hope for each week with him. You got to play him, though, with where he drafts him. You're, yep. you're stuck with him. All right. I think Hunter Hunter Henry, another another one. He's been good. They they target him. Yeah. yeah he's the favorite. That's sure. a good one. That's a good one, James. Got, he's gotta the play favorite him. target. Yeah. I know. I don't like the wide receivers or the Pats, really. Like, Devontae Parker, eh. Like, Kendrick Bourne, I think, is still kind of nursing an injury. So, like, and Jets, it's Garrett Wilson and – you can maybe play Brees Hall just because he's a home run hitter. That's it. Yeah. All right. Let's move on to finally maybe a good fantasy game here. Um, I love this game. This yeah, game I is, mean, who doesn't love this? This is, this? is, this is, be is the, the best game, game on the slate. This is, this, the, is, this, this is two teams that just absolutely cannot just win, but they just throw footballs. Dude, they they have they have fun games. Yeah. This is the one like, we can take a little bit of time on because this we went from the mud game of the week to the to the absolute stud game of the week. I think. Yeah, we yeah. said that last week yeah. though, and that game went seventeen to nine. So let's let's keep our expectations. <laughs> this one's different now. though. Like Chiefs are at least a disciplined <laughs> football team. Both these teams are both going to try to lose this game in the second half. You're going to see <laughs> wild plays, broken fucking defenses, pick sixes, like. 
Both yeah. these teams want to lose so bad. <laughs> and so that just means we got we got the Los Angeles Chargers plus one at the Minnesota Vikings, and it's in a dome over under 54. Um, James, let's hear from you on this one. Um, I really I I haven't really been good with uh this is more for the for the people. I haven't really been great with my over-unders so far. Historically, I'm not really. I'm better at picking lines and over-unders. So obviously I saw this game. Holy shit, I love it. 54 points. It's incredible. I want to take that over. I'm not going to take the over. I'm taking Vikings minus one because I don't want to take the all of us take the over and then it just and then we get another fucking dud like Chiefs Jacksonville. So I went with Vikings minus one. I think the Vikings can pull it out. Like if there's the only team better at losing games in the Vikings is the Chargers. So Amen. it's got to be that. Brandon Staley's on the hot seat. They have, but there's so much firepower in this game. Um, this is a big line, but I, my prop is Justin Jefferson over 102. And if these, if this over under means anything, if this game means anything, I mean, how the fuck does he not just, just be the feature? I almost did his touch too, but I, his yard just feels so secure to me. I mm. uh, dude. I mean, I love got that. on base for like six thousand yards. <laughs> and you know what? The only reason I didn't take it is because he's on my team, and the fact that I, I get that. Believe I, me, I, I love. I love. I love that his over under is at a hundred now. Oh God. I, I, but uh, so I, I went over. I want points, 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 points. Defenses are pretty fucking bad. The Titans scored 24 points on them last week, and the Titans' offense is putrid. So uh, there's way too much uh, firepower on both these offenses to not go over. Now, if they produce another fucking dud like the Chiefs-Jags did last week, I'll be upset. But uh, in in the same breath, I'm going Mike Williams over 61.5 yards. We saw that... Keenan Allen has been a stud the last two weeks. We, We... PTSD from Keenan now in the last couple of years in this group, James, you have him. I'm sure you love the hell out of him. He's like, they throw the ball like Mike and Keenan. It's great. He's but I will say he's like a moster. Like we talked about earlier, you have to ride that pony while you have him. Yep. And, you know, he is injury prone, so it is what it is. But while you have him, while he's healthy, he will put up numbers. But I think Mike will, he gets his 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 yards this week as well. So I have the over. I have Mike Will over 61 and a half. I see both quarterbacks probably going over 300 yards in this game. Yeah, I, I'm I'm riding that with you, Scal. I definitely think over 54. It's in the dome. Both these defenses stink. They're going to be slinging the ball. I, they're both on their – well, they're – Vikings aren't on their backup running back, but Madison hasn't been doing much, and they just brought in Cam Akers. So they're going to be throwing. Let's let's just be honest here. The good um, thing is the good thing is Cam Akers has a relationship with the coach. So yep. So that that's something to monitor as well. Yeah. Um, you yeah, can go on to your next point, but I just wanted to squeeze that little bit in there. That's fine. I'm, my prop bet is another wide receiver over. I have Jordan Addison. He hasn't Love been that, under 50 Dude, yards Dude, he looks yet. so good. He Love looks it. so fucking good. Yeah, he hasn't been under 50 yards yet, so why not take him at over 50 and a half? Um, but, yeah. He's only going to keep into... playing more and more, too. You know? Yeah. Like, he's not playing as many snaps as you think, and he's hit twice. Yeah. 
moving into fantasy implications, I think the the main thing here is who do you not play? And it's mostly, <laughs> it's mostly the backfields, right? Oh, no, you so got to play Josh Kelly. Kelly. It's Josh uh, Kelly and Madison. Like, yeah, you you can play them, and you, you might have to, which is it's fine. only if you have. It's only if you have Eckler, though. In my opinion, in my opinion, last week I got burned, but I do say Titans have a good run D. You said it yourself. Like maybe this is a little different. Thank you, thank you. They do have a run D, but they do. Uh, but uh, this this game, they could combine for 120 passes this game. Seriously, but like there's still opportunity for him to catch it. To run. I think he's a good like. If there's a lot of points, I want players in that game. So like, 120 is a lot. I meant 100. <laughs> yeah, but like you know what I mean. Like I think he's he's a starting running back on a high over under game, and he's shown that he has done it before. Sure, he had a bad game last week. I'm not. It probably burned a few people, but like I would I would plug Josh Kelly in no problem. Yeah. So I think bottom line here, fantasy wise, is just. You can Start pretty much everyone. play anybody on in this game, and no one's going to everybody. No one's going to say that that was a bad play unless it's KJ Osborne. <laughs> um, <laughs> hey, you never know, man. He actually gets way more yeah. snaps than Addison or Quinton. He, does, he gets oh, dude. Snaps. They don't play Quinton at all. Yeah, but all right, we'll move on. That's going to be the fantasy game of the week for us, right? Like. Yeah, yeah, that's absolutely. I'm gonna have red zone on one TV and that game as the on the other TV. Like I'm watching that one. All right, moving on here to the beloved Tennessee Titans of B Scale plus three and a half at Cleveland Browns over under 39 and a half. Love to hear what you have to say on this one first, Scal. Look, I have the over 39 and a half. The only reason I say that is because what we touched on. I don't even know if we said it on this episode, but it might have been just offline. Watson coming from Houston is more more effective with the a spread offense with Nick Chubb. It kind of makes him a downhill runner. You need to be under center a lot more, things like that. Like we talked about it with Derrick Henry. And when they drafted Mariota, they were in the they were in the shotgun more. They were not effective like that. So I, I think this is a big bounce week bounce back week for Watson. Fuck me because I play him. Unfortunately, I have the over 39 and a half and I have for my prop bet Watson over one and a half touchdown passes, 100 plus 135. I think that's easy, honestly, especially with the secondary that the Titans have. So I I, I look to have a lot of points here. Titans offense didn't look actually bad last week. Tannehill went 20 for 24. So if he can do another one of those games, I think it's close. That's why I didn't take anyone Browns or Titans. But yeah, I, I like to see a lot of points in this game. I mirror you, Scal. I got I got over thirty nine point five. You touched on a lot of the points. I was I was gonna say. I think I think they I think it hits. Um, my prop. I'm actually I'm copying you, Stick. But I, I I liked it a lot too. I and the line actually moved up a yard. I got Amari <laughs> Cooper over fifty eight point five receiving yards. They're, you know, without Nick Chubb, they got to throw the ball more. And and Cooper's looked really good. So I'm, I'm all over that. Yeah. I mean, I wasn't saying sure to you. I was saying sure to the one extra yard. <laughs> I know. I know. I know. Jen. <laughs> but, uh, no, yeah. I'm going to, I'm going to bet the line on this. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. I'm, I'm going to bet the line on this one. I, I do like the Browns minus three and a half, kind of for the same reason Scal said, right? I think they're going to open up the offense. And we know Tennessee's, secondary is a little banged up and not great. So 
Um, I'm going to take Browns minus three and a half. And as James said, I'm riding with him, Amari, over 58 and a half yards. They have to throw it to someone. And if their offense does come out in the spread and they start slinging it, I like a lot of the Cleveland receivers. So um, let's just jump right into fantasy implications on that. Let's start with the Titans. Derrick Henry, you're playing. Anyone else? Traylon? Chig? I think if DeAndre doesn't play, Traylon's a good play. Otherwise, I don't think he's – I think it would be – I don't, I don't I know. Play. I, I would disagree. I, I think that they finally hooked up on a, on a deep pass, and that's what they do in practice is uh, that I look at. If, if Traylon can get deep, then he'll have one of them bust plays. This is the last week – that's probably a lie, but this is probably the last week that I play Chig. Actually, you know what? <laughs> we'll we'll get want, it to the next me? game. I, he is actually not in my starting lineup. <laughs> we'll we'll see. But I I think you're playing Nook, DeAndre Hopkins. You're playing Burks. You're playing uh, Derrick Henry. All right, and then for Cleveland, I think you I think you 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 throw out Deshaun Watson this week. Let throw him in there. Yeah, uh, we think oh. he's gonna start slinging it. I know it's a low over under, throw it. but it's they're gonna have to throw it. So uh, I'm you you heard it here first. He's gonna have a massive game. I play against him. It's his bounce back. Everyone's saying that he's trash from last week. He's gonna have a good game. Watch yeah. it. Amari, you're playing. I think I think even Elijah Moore, you have a chance to play in the flex and even DPJ. I think also, you're thinking more of more than the uh Donald, yes. Donovan Peoples Jones in that situation. Yeah, more. yeah, yeah. I would agree, but and then also David Njoku, you, I think you can play in tight end. As a flyer. Uh, I guess as a flyer, if you need a tight end, I think he can be a plug and play. It's like it's like me, James. You're not happy, but you're doing it. I I know I'm doing it. That's why I'm fucking growing. Right. He's all right. He's I, he's literally my best option, and that's saying something. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, but play, play him. Tight ends, I mean, they're gonna throw suck. more. Tight I know suck this so far. So, oh. yeah. All right, moving on. Uh, Jerome, have... oh, Jerome Ford, I think play him. I, I personally oh, yeah. wouldn't play. Per, I wouldn't play Kareem Hunt out of the gates. No, he just, yeah, would... he's not in football shape. He just got there. Give it a little bit if you picked him up. Play Jerome Agreed. Ford with caution because of the Titans' rush D. Correct. Yeah, That's well, that part too. of it too. Like if they're splitting, whatever. I think Jerome Ford. I think you can play. If you pick them I up. feel like if you picked up Jerome Ford with the first waiver, though, you needed him, and you're playing. Him, so. <laughs> yes, exactly. All right, next game, we got the New Orleans Saints plus one and a half at Lambeau Field against the Packers over under 42 and a half. So I can start here. I like the Saints in this one, and I'm a big Packers fan. Um, I don't know why. I just think the Saints might put something together this week. Um, it's This is kind of just a gut game. This is another one and a half, right? So, geez, Saints money line might hurt me. They could lose by one again, but like I said, that's a one in a million last week when that happened with the uh, with the Packers. So I'm gonna take the money line, and then my prop bet. Hey, until he proves us wrong, I think I think Jair is gonna be a lot more on Mike Thomas because just because of the size advantage Mike Thomas has on people. 
and Olave kind of moves around a little more. So I do like Olave over 64 and a half receiving yards. Hey, look, I'm going to take your one in a million and I'm going to take the Saints plus one and a half. We saw last week the Packers <laughs> covered that one and a half point spread. So a little karma going the other way. I'm going to take the Saints plus one and a half. However, I don't love it. What I do love is that this is the last week of Kamara's suspension. Jamal Williams is out, which leads me to my prop bet. And this is the tight end that I'm playing because he is a scat. Like he is your your guy in in Madden that you want to play with. Taysom Hill, anytime touch. I love uh, that plus, pick. Plus you're, money, you're plus playing me, too. Him? me too. I'm playing so him. Yep. You're playing, playing him over the beloved Chig? I'm playing him over Chig. Chig, Chig wow. is, I, I still think Chig is talented beyond belief, but I think they haven't decided what they want to do with him yet, which is honestly heartbreaking because the guy is a, at a different level. But let's, that's enough of Chig. I'm playing Taysom Hill right now in my tight end position. I said, if Jamal doesn't play, he's going to be in. He got nine rushes for 75 yards last week. I don't think they're going to trust Keandre Miller on the goal line. I think they they bring in Taysom, and if they get on the goal line situation, Taysom gets in. I love that. It's like plus 200 right now. Yeah, I like that play. Um, I got – I'm feeding you guys a bit. I'm going Packers minus 1.5. Um I, I, I kind of like you, Scott. I don't love it, but my gut says Packers. I mean, A, Derek Carr historically does not play well on the road. He also hasn't this year either. So I just – I don't see the Saints, you know, doing a whole – but honestly, the over-under, I think it's going to be right around that. I wasn't confident enough to pick either way. Packers, have, you know, they're they're good at home. Jordan Love has looked good, like efficient. Like he, he's, he's thrown some touchdowns. He's not blowing people away, but – Looks all right. I think if Aaron Jones plays, that's even bigger for this team. And Aaron Jones is my prop bet. I got him anytime, anytime touchdown. I think he, I think he does make a pretty significant difference because he's one of their big skill players that that they need. So I'm, I'm, I'm taking the Packers at home. Love it. Fantasy implications, real quick. Let's start with the Saints. Can you play Keandre Miller? I, I mean, I think I am in in a league where I'm pretty devastated at running backs. Um, it depends. It depends what your team think, is. If you, I think if you you're can. desperate, if you're desperate for a running back, I I think you can play him. I think he's going to get a good amount of good amount of volume. But like Scal said, I do think Taysom is going to vulture goal line carries. Um, Let's hope. But I like the Taysom play at tight end. He used to be a cheat code back when you could play quarterback at tight end. Um, who else? You're playing Olave. You still can. I think Wait, he's he's a tight end. Well, I I know that's what I'm, but. He used to be oh, like the actual quarterback. I, I, yeah, that's true. But, yeah, um, Matt beat me that week. You did that. Yeah. But, yeah, you're playing Olave. You're playing Mike Thomas. Jawan Johnson, you playing him if you need a tight end? If- We're, it's going to be like a broken record with these tight end bullshit. Like, yeah. honestly, honestly, the tight end position in fantasy football might be fucking, like, exiled and we just add another <laughs> flex point at this point yeah like, I, mean, it, like, no, I agree with no, that it's, this is no this is fu- this is part of it tight ends play it's it's a nice wrinkle it's i'm not a fan of like hey we gotta wait for fucking kelsey six, to retire and then, then and then six flexes like it'll come back dude look at all the young guys sam laporta dalton kincaid luke musgrave like there are guys coming Jiggy. Jiggy. There's yeah. there's a bunch of them. I think it's part of the strategy. I think it's more strategy to try to find that guy instead of just like, oh, pick five flex players and see who wins. Like get like yeah. that's fucking that's kindergarten. 
Uh, that's yeah. our commish right there. But, I just uh, wanted to get him going, and it worked. T- <laughs> don't, don't, don't get me started. <laughs> on the Packers, on the Packers side of things, you're playing. I mean, I think, like we just said, tight ends. You're, you can play Luke Musgrave. Um, this is this is pretty shitty of me because I uh, don't have him. Is Watson is Watson up to to play this week? He's not going to play. He didn't Man, practice today. Doubt he plays. Hammy, his hammy's still fucked so, up. So I I mean, you can play Dobbs just to flex though because he might have Lattimore on him. And then, yeah, true. Um, Aaron Jones, if he plays, you're playing him. If he doesn't, I mean, do you trust AJ Dillon? I, 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 what, I don't even know what he's, he did he's last in week. the he's in the line him. of like he's he AJ Dillon looks bad. I would play any of the flex the the guys you picked up the Kyrons, Jerome Ford. Like I could play all of them. Oh yeah, but I'd play AJ over like Craig Reynolds over Keandre Miller. Same game, like a problem. If Aaron Jones doesn't play, yeah, I would yeah. probably play AJ over them because. It's guaranteed volume, but he he's looked so bad. Yeah. What a dumb dynasty trade I made trying to do him. So, yeah, I mean, this yeah. game's kind of tough fantasy-wise, but Saints, you're, I mean, seems like you're playing more Saints than Packers, right? So, Yeah, the Packers, um, you haven't really seen who's the guy other than Aaron Jones. Like, it's been spread out. All right, cool. Let's, uh, let's move on here. Let's get to the 4 o'clock slate. We got the Carolina Panthers plus 6. At the 12th man in Seattle against the Seahawks, over under 42 and a half. Um, looks like I'm just going to take this one over here. Looks like we're all on the same page. We got Seattle with the line. Seattle Scal says Seattle's going to roll. Listen, the Panthers, I don't know. They're getting a new quarterback. Andy Dalton's not a new quarterback. He's a vet, but I like the way Seattle battled and rallied last week, and now they're coming back home, and I think they're going to just keep it rolling. Yeah, you t- you touched on my point. I'm actually not that big of a fan of the line because, if anything, I almost think Andy Dalton might make that team a little more formidable because you don't have Bryce Young making rookie mistakes. Like Andy Dalton, he's not flashy, but he just knows how to play the position they have a good defense so far. Like they, they have a good D line. So the really the deciding factor was Seattle did look better. It's at home and going from Charlotte to Seattle is, you know, it's a tough place to play. So that's what kind of curved me. But I'm not as I'm not so confident that it's going to be an absolute route. I am. Uh, I, I think <laughs> I think Andy Dalton is done. Red Rocket for the Panthers, turnover king, immobile. Lots of sacks, maybe two interceptions is my notes on this. I think the Seattle Seahawks roll at home, 12th man. Love it. Kenny Walker over total yards, 79 and a half. Almost seems like a steal. Book it. Yeah, I mean, my prop is I'm just going, I'm going veteran to veteran here. I'm thinking, I'm thinking he's got to trust somebody out there. Right. And there's no one else better to trust than another veteran in Adam Thielen. So over 34 and a half receiving yards seems pretty low, kind of maybe a little fishy at some point, but Hey, I like it. Yeah. I got, I got, I got miles Sanders over 79 total yards with red rock coming in. I think they lean on the run a little bit more. You can run on Seattle's defense a bit. Um, so I just think I think Miles Sanders gets a little more of a feature this week. Um, and you know, he he got paid to do it. He's gotten a lot of volume, and especially because Dalton's playing, I think I think they use Sanders a lot more. And 
80 total yards. That seems that seems doable. I saw. Was he questionable with a pack? Nah, he's fine. Yeah, I mean, I saw (laughs) with a he had a little pack injury, so I would monitor that. But let's just go on while he's checking to fantasy applications. He's all right. Yeah, quite questionable off. He isn't listed on the final injury report for Sunday's game. All right, so, so he's, he's good. good. He's full full practice Friday. He's ready to cool. rock. That's that's fine. All right, fantasy real quick. Panthers. Uh, I mean, <laughs> Sanders. <laughs> pretty much Miles Sanders. I mean, honestly, I also this is just the tight end bullshit. But I feel like didn't Hayden Hurst play with An- Andy Dalton in Cincinnati at some point, or was that just way after Andy Dalton? What? Hayden Hurst, he's the tight end in Carolina. They did, did they ever play with each no, other? No. No, he was he was way after so. Andy. No, because Hayden Hurst has been the journeyman. He's the tight end journeyman right now. He's, yeah, yeah, he's, he's on the Falcons for a while. Yeah, he, he's the he Ryan Fitzpatrick tight end. I mean, I someone looked that up. But he went to I thought he started in the Ravens. No, I think he went from Cincinnati. I'm pretty sure he started the at the Ravens. Well, we'll see. Um, oh wait, hold on. One one guy for the for the Panther. I think we're we basically just said maybe Hayden Hurst play Miles Sanders. You can play Adam Thielen if you want, but I think one guy to look on the gate wires just to if you have a if you have room for the stash somebody. I think Jonathan Mingo is a good stash wait and see because he's a talented young wide receiver and he you know he just started playing. He, he caught a couple balls last week. I think he's someone that you can you can stash and see if he develops into something because. Bryce Young presumably should get better as the year goes on. Maybe they develop something, and Mingo's a good talent. So that's just – I wanted to throw that out there. And I think for the Seattle, I think we can make it easy. I think you're playing everyone, maybe JSN even in the flex. You're playing Kenny, Gino. You're playing yep. Metcalf. You're playing Lockett. Easy. Yep. yep. All Done. right, let's, let's head on to the next one here. We got Dallas minus 12.5 at – the Arizona Cardinals with the over under at 43. Let's go with uh Scal here. Yeah, I have the boys minus 12 and a half. I think this is an ugly game. I think the Dallas Cowboys roll. It's unfortunate that Diggs towards ACL in practice of all things. I still think they have a great defense, even though that that happened this week. I think Gilmore's just fine micah gets a couple sacks hopefully they didn't that's one thing they didn't have on the site that we use is they didn't have a lot of defensive props this week because i guess everyone was hammering them last week but my prop bet is cd lamb touch without a doubt here we go yeah so cd lamb touch i think i think he gets in the end zone for the first time this year feed him the ball i like it so to me, plus one ten, yeah. God, I never. Uh, as everyone knows, <laughs> we don't like we don't like this bet, but I have this capitalized just because this is a massive line, and it's at forty three. I'm hammering this under because I think it's going to be thirty five to nothing in the third fourth quarter. So. I like the under. I don't think Arizona can do anything against Dallas. So that's that's my pick here. I think Tony Pollard has a massive game on the ground and receiving. Sick. Sick. So, so 
that leads into my prop bet. I do have Tony <laughs> Pollard over total yards, rushing and receiving of 92 and a half. <sighs> um, so I, I just think three. Dallas, I think Dallas controls this game because they can, not because they want to or anything. I think it's just more, I, I feel Dallas like we've wise. seen this every, we've seen this every week out of Dallas right now, right? They're controlling it because they can, not because they want to or need to. It's just because they can and they don't have to do anything special. Yeah, I I follow a lot of what you said. Arizona has they've let's be real, they've looked slightly better than maybe people would have thought. I mean, I know they blew the game against the Giants, but they still score points there. They almost beat the command, like they got close to the commanders. So 12 and a half just especially with Arizona at home. I, I just didn't love the spread, but I do like the under because I, I, I kind of can't see a world where Arizona can score more than like 14 points with that defense. Like it seems almost improbable unless there's a muff punt or a pick six or something weird that happens. So I like the under 43 um, for sure. And then my, my prop, it's a little, it's a little spicy, but uh, I got Jake Ferguson touchdown at plus 235. I like that. He's been he has been so damn close each of these games. And he's not the greatest tight end. Like part of it is like he's just not, you know, going up and snagging these things. But he's been he's been targeting the red zone. I think I saw like eight times so far already. So like it's due. And I I think I'm calling it here where they're just gonna control this game. Watch Dak do a, a you know, like a on you know, third and three bootleg play, play action. Jake Ferguson in the flat touchdown. Call it now. Yeah. No, I, I like it. But all right, we're quick. Dallas, you're playing, you're playing Dak. If if you need a quarterback, if you don't have one, if you didn't pick him, you're playing Dak, pick him up. CD Lamb, you're playing, and Tony Pollard, you're playing. I can even you can even argue you're playing Jake Ferguson. So those four are me. And did I miss anybody from them? Nope, that's all I would Yeah, and then for the Cardinals, I'm saying I wouldn't play anybody, but I guess James Connor. I guess James Connor you could play, but if you have a better option, the only the only reason I'm about to say what I'm about to say is Hollywood Brown, only because now there's (laughs) one less cornerback they got to fucking deal with. He did look good. Like that's the only reason. What do you mean one less cornerback they have to deal with? Trayvon Diggs. Trayvon Diggs went down with an ACL. What? Yeah, in practice. It just happened yesterday. Yeah. Well, why wasn't that on recent news? I just said it in my opening remarks. Yeah. But yeah, I think I think Hollywood (laughs) Brown's a sneaky little. Good job, James. (laughs) (laughs) He said it. (laughs) All right, moving on. Yeah. Next, we got uh, we got the Chicago Bears heading into. Kansas City against the Chiefs with an over-under of 48, which is very, 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 very fishy to me because the Bears stink. Um, let's let's go with Scal, I, though. I that, that totally leads in, agree. That it is fishy, in, but you know what? The, that the leads offense, into Scal. Go for it. The, the Bears have been getting so much shit this week. There's I love that no, you took the over. There is no... Yeah, that's no, that's yeah. what I'm saying. Yeah, of course yeah. I took the over. I love it. There's I didn't even know that, didn't even know that while I was leading into that. I was like, uh, only, fuck that bitch. Yeah, exactly. There's only one reason you they have a 48 line is because Vegas knows that Chicago is going to get off their fucking asses and actually let Justin Fields do Justin Fields things this week. And if if this week doesn't prove it, then you can uh, 
don't cut me from the show. But so my thing is that the fucking Chicago Bears will get off their asses. They'll let Justin Fields do their thing. The thing about this game is that there's no prop bets for Justin Fields over rush yards. Because I would hammer, hammer, hammer that. I know I lost it last week, but you know what? My glutton for punishment, I want those overs. However, since that wasn't there, now my bet is going to be Kelsey over 74 and a half yards. I like it. Okay. I mean, yeah, I'll go real quick, James. I, I like the Chiefs here, minus 12 and a half. Until, like you said, Scal, are they going to give design runs to Justin Fields, like until they do that. And I also think Chris Jones being back in kind of helps the Chiefs defense kind of contain that, even if they do try that. So I do like the Chiefs to just keep rolling here. This is this is an easy game for them to get to two and one to where they need to be. It's Patty Mahomes. I also, my prop bet, I do like Pacheco if he plays to score a touchdown just because – that man runs hard. Damn right. Um, I, I'm with Stick. I got Chiefs minus 12 and a half. Chiefs cover at home. Uh, I agree with everything you just said, Scal, but I'm not going to ever – I'm not going to try to call when the Bears start letting Justin Fields run. I'm going to – if I'm – I'm going to just – I'm going to see it first before I start trying to call it out and bet it. So – I'm going. I'm going Chiefs. I'll lay the points. Bears look fucking horrible, and until I see it, I'm not going away from that. But my my prop bet is DJ Moore over forty three point five receiving yards. That feels so easy to me. I mean, even if this game is an absolute fucking route, garbage time forty three. He's the number one guy. Like he's going to catch screen passes. He's going to do whatever. Like honestly if this game's close that's the only that means it's a muddy game and that's the only reason why it might not hit like i'm open for garbage time it's just like here's a couple easy ones 43 is fucking nothing for number one yeah yeah so just just jump right into it uh bears fantasy implications i think you're still playing justin fields even though we we all have have that or you're not thrilled about you have to you have to yeah you're you're hoping for what scal's hoping for and Let's let's run the damn ball with Justin Fields, right? Um, DJ Moore, I think you can play, and then I think maybe that's Cole Komet. Maybe Cole. Maybe Komet. well, that's just the tight end talk there. Yeah, if you need a tight end, Cole Komet. All right, maybe won't get you zero. What about Khalil Herbert? Is he still? He's is he relevant? I liked him this year, I, man. He I, sucks. I, I will say this: Khalil right now is the starter. But there's been news Roshan? all over the place this week that apparently Roshan Johnson, rookie running back for the Bears, is trending to start to get a bigger role. Now, that's just coach speak. That's just beat writers. We haven't actually seen it. But if you want, if he's on your waiver wire, go pick this guy up. He's he's a good talent. Khalil, is though he's a starter and he's decent, he hasn't looked incredible but the bears offense have also hasn't been great yeah but apparently th- there's there's rumors going around that roshan it's going to start becoming 50 50 if not and if roshan can take over from there then oh shit i don't think anyone's going to be too upset unless you reached for khalil herbert because he was probably going what eighth round like he was late yeah unless you reached for him you're pissed but other than that let's go to the chiefs you're playing patty mahomes big fucking game for patty um you're playing kelsey you're playing Pacheco. You're playing 
anyone else. <laughs> I mean, if Pacheco, I think Tony if Pacheco a, does, uh, if Pacheco does miss, do you want to try any running backs? Take that, suck that shit in, and throw it out of the universe. It's questionable. No, I I don't care that it's questionable, James. Suck it in, throw it out your window. I just think if Pacheco doesn't Fine. play, hey, it's yeah, more, mute, mute your headphones. Hey, hey, Greg, what would you do? I I think it's more if Pacheco doesn't play. Look I think it's prop bet. I think it just opens up. I think it opens up the passing game for Sky yeah, Moore's. Like, but they're they're all also flyers. Like, so. It's tough to trust it. I'm only playing my own Kelsey. That's it, honestly. And Pacheco, obviously, if he plays. Yeah. I mean, I think you can think about Sky more. <laughs> I, I I think it's just so ball. I would I would play so many other guys because like maybe maybe in DFS. Know. Maybe in DFS. DFS, yes. Sky DFS <laughs> throw Sky more. Fuck yeah. Maybe in Kadarius Tony. Like you never but, know. Uh, That's the problem. All right. Oh. Let's uh let's move on here. We I got a quick one. Sunday night football. We got Steelers plus two and a half at the Raiders. Let's start with you, James. Yeah, I I don't I don't know what to think, really. I don't really like this line. And I went back and forth. I ended up going Raiders minus two. Um or two and a half, I should say. Uh it, this just maybe feels like a little bit of a bounce back game for them. I don't think the Steelers look all that great, but you know. It is what it is. I, I, yeah, it's, I'm just going with the home team here. I think they can pull it off and the Steelers offense hasn't looked too great to me. So I'm, I'm kind of in between, but I'll, I'll go with the Raiders. And for my, uh, my prop, I got, I got Warren over 47 and a half total yards. Um, oh, I love that. I'm not caught. <laughs> I said, uh, dude, I, 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 I did see yours. It's not, it's not, it didn't impact my decision. I'll let, I'll let you speak on it actually when you, when you go, you, you got a little more written down than, than I do, so I'll, I'll I'll pass it off to you, uh, to you, Scal. Okay. Or G, whatever. Well, so uh, go ahead, G, because because yeah, yeah, G, you're, you're, you're on the Raiders train as well. No, yeah, I'll go because I'm on the Raiders train here too. Um, I I like the Raiders minus two and a half. The Steelers, they won strictly because of their defense last week, right? And to be honest. It wasn't pretty. They just scored a couple touchdowns. They made a lot of good plays. But Minka's, I don't know if Minka's playing this week. I haven't looked that up, but it doesn't, I would think he's not playing. He had a, he went to the hospital after the game. He's a pretty big piece of their defense. Um, I, I like the Raiders. I think they underperformed against the Bills. And I think they're coming home. And I don't think, they have anybody that can cover Devontae Adams, especially, especially. Do they have a, do they have a home team? <laughs> they they can't have a home team advantage. They don't have home team fans. <laughs> yeah, I'm they're all, doing okay in Vegas. Maybe just they're the better than Oakland. It's better than you know? Oakland. I, I, I didn't mean I didn't mean to cut you off. You were saying Devontae Adams. What? They they can't cover Devontae Adams. First off, second off, no Jacoby can. Myers is coming back. It seems. So they're going to have full arsenal. Josh Jacobs, another week to get ready, even though he's been shit. No, I, I um, think this is the Josh Jacobs week. Just so we'll get the fantasy when we, we, I, we I like, I like the Raiders here. I, I just haven't seen it from the Steelers. If the only way they win this game is if their defense wins it for him again. Um, but this goes into my prop bet. I have Devonte Adams over 72 and a half receiving yards. 
let the man eat. That's all I can say. Yeah, so yeah. I had Devontae week one over. He just got under, and then in week two, he got over in the first like quarter and a half. It, it was depressing. I was one week off with that, but it is what it is. I'm on the opposite side of the spectrum here. I got the Steelers plus two and a half. I said the defense is way too electric for Jimmy G. I think they get after him. I think they pressure him. I think he throws a couple of little picks, maybe a pick six. Is Mike Hilton still on that team? Because I loved him when he played for the Steelers. Little Mike I don't Hilton. Know, honestly, I remember that. Uh, name, I don't know. That's a that's a fucking name, though. Yeah, that's a name. It's a so, name. <laughs> that's an IDP name, Mike Hilton. Oh my goodness! Savage. I don't know if he still plays for him or not. But I'll, I'll fact check. I will say that I love the Steelers here. Uh, to James's point earlier, I do have Warren over 47 and a half total yards. If the Steelers don't have him as the feature back, it'd be a mistake. Talked about Najee and how bad he looked last week. He looked like he's running in mud. I, I, I've seen a lot of other platforms over this week saying this is a prove-it game for Najee and his last chance. Fuck that. He hasn't been... He hasn't been, especially the last couple weeks in the offseason, he hasn't been the guy. Jalen Warren is the guy in that backfield. So I think Warren is much more explosive, so feed him the damn ball. Over, I think, is easy. Ah, okay. Well, Mike Hilton, yep. okay. You Mike Hilton's traded to the Bengal. That's on yeah, the last three years. <laughs> Yeah, I'm, I'm living in the past here. But hey, it's all right. I still remember him. Hell of a player. Great player. But um, all right, so fantasy all right. implications. Yeah. What are we what are we thinking here? Let's Steelers. Um geez. I mean, you're playing you gotta play Najee. Unfortunately, you're not happy with unfortunately. it. Unfortunately, I don't know, dude. I, I no, don't. I think you have I, to where you picked him. Unless you have Jalen yes, Warren. That like, point, yes. I don't wait, wait, would you play Warren over? Najee, I would play Warren over I'm Najee. I'm still pissed off at James. Really? I'm still pissed so. off at James for taking now, Don't be pissed at me. It's the only reason you did it was to get back at him but for taking just, your backup. That's exactly. just how, so you that's be just how bad Najee looks. That's just really how bad Najee looks. Like and this He's is, running in mud. Deacon, if Deacon Blues is listening to this, he's now smiling and smirking and going, <laughs> just wait. Right? Yeah. So, I'm going to offer Jalen Ward. I think for you're, Justin I think you're playing Pickens. Deontay Johnson is still hurt, I'm assuming. Uh, you know what? Who's interesting? Alan Robb is kind of interesting. And I know, I know, but he does see his target share. Yeah. He's in the slot this time. He he was try he when he was with the Rams, they tried him on the outside. If they move him in, that's his role. What He's was crazy to me, receiver. what was crazy to me is last week when they played, they they hit him early on two or three catches, like for short gains, but then once they got down, they didn't they didn't include him in the well, game at uh, all. Dude, you know what? Pickett doesn't look as good as he did in the preseason. The preseason Pickett is so <laughs> shocker. Much yeah, well, <laughs> it is what it is. All right, so all right, playing the JV the Raiders. Raiders. I think you're playing Jacobs Adams. Jacobs I think I I even think you're playing Jacoby Myers in in, in your flex if if he's a if he's playing. Um, no, we, we let's just let's just talk about Pups' team. Let's see if is Pups playing him this week. No, he's out. Oh no, he's got uh, he's got no, no. too deep of a team. Yeah, yeah, he's not. So playing. it he's in in play. deeper deeper formats, you can play Jacoby Myers if he's out there. But uh, let's move on to the Monday night slate. We yep. got who? 
James's beloved birds, the Philadelphia Eagles minus five birds. at Tampa Bay over under 46. Go ahead, James. Let's 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 let you take this one here. Yeah, it's easy. Uh, the Bucks have played two bad teams. They're two zero. Good for them. You can only play the people that are on your schedule. But this is this is the Eagles' best team in the NFC. They're going to walk in. They're going to own the field, and they're just going to beat the Bucks by five. It's as simple as that. What's your final score projection? You think they win by more than ten or ten? No, because it's at home. Baker throws it, and our secondary stinks. Let's go. Let's go 31 to 24. Oh, over. Ooh, that segues. Oh, do your prop bet, and then I'm going to segue right into my over pick. Perfect. Uh, my prop bet is Jalen Hurts, anytime touchdown. Um, in the great words of one of my favorite rappers, Lil Wayne, if it ain't broke, don't break it. Yeah, just make me stiff over here. I love that. Love that pick. Love the push, over. Push, love- put them in. Yeah, love points, 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 points. While well, everybody's freaking out, if it's Swift or Gainwell, it's Jalen. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> exactly. And this is the lock of the year. You heard it here. You heard it this week. You heard it last week. Arthur Juan, over receptions 5.5, over receiving yards 68.5, and a touch. Same game, parlay, book it. Diva receiver, boys with Jalen. Jalen apologized. I don't know if that's accurate, but Jalen had to have apologized over their long break from the Thursday night game. Jalen feeds him, feeds 11 the rock on Monday night football for the world to see. Sorry, Stick, I know you are playing him, and that sucks for you to be playing him this week, but I've had a couple, the Deshaun's. It's going to happen. A.J. Brown, you better be up. I don't know if you have anyone going on Monday night, but you better be up by at least 30 points on Monday night to have a chance. Yeah, get off yeah. the tracks. When the I train's mean, coming. so essentially I'm putting that single-game parlay in just to hedge. Um, <laughs> I mean, that's, that's for damn sure. Nothing like an emotional um, hedge. <laughs> but, yeah, Scal also took the over 46 in the game, if he didn't say that. Um, but – Real quick, I have Birds minus five. I agree with everything James said. Best NFC team. I think the Bucs haven't played anybody good. So let's let's roll with that. But my prop bet is a little different. I do have Godwin over 53 and a half receiving yards. I think Darius Slay is going to be sticking with Mike Evans. And Godwin just moves around a lot too. He's always in the slot. He can go anywhere. Quick screen plays. I mean, this is that's one of my favorite bets this week is Godwin over his receiving yards. Love I don't that. Think, I don't think he's been under it yet. He might have been he has, week one, he but he he's going to get his targets this week. So fantasy implications, birds, you're playing Jalen. Wow, what about with Gainwell and Swift back? You playing both? See, that's so sketchy to me. That is like. This is the first game, I think James mentioned it a little bit earlier, this is the first game that we're going to see after what Swift did last week because Gainwell obviously was the feature back week one. Gainwell got hurt. Swift was the feature back game two. Swift went off. Now, granted, that was his homecoming game in Philly. It was hype. It was known that it was. So, I don't know. James, you're the Eagles guy. You tell me who you would play. Would you play both? 
if you had him on the same team. No, 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 no. If someone has oh. Swift, someone has Gainwell. You can play both. Because the, the thing is, I they talk about it's going to be a hot hand approach. Look, I think it's one of those ones where you can you can play both. I'm not excited about either. You're kind of just you're rolling the dice a little bit because you don't know who's gonna be the hot hand. Gainwell looked good week one. Swift obviously looked incredible week two. I think I think they're a good volume play regardless, and you can play both. But I wouldn't expect much. I think there's other guys that are better until we see what the clarity is. This is a tough week to yeah. I think to, this week you put your money on each. This week's one. big to figure that out, right? Like this week's exactly. huge to figure that out. Yeah, um, I will say for for Tampa. I know we're going to go into Tampa real quick. I said last week I was on a hot mic talking about tight ends against the Eagles. Otten might be a nice spot play, especially if if you're doing DSF, like do it. Yeah, DFS. That Otten's a good play. But... That acronym right? DSF. DFS. DFS. Sorry. Yeah, daily fantasy sports. <laughs> um, daily sports fantasy. <laughs> so to finish up the Eagles, you're playing. Shit. You're playing AJ. You're playing Devonte. You're playing Goddard. That's it. Um, Jalen. I said Jalen already. You oh. already cut me off. Um, <laughs> <laughs> You're All right, for the box, <laughs> you got Mike Evans, Chris Godwin, Rashad, Rashad. White. Yep. Even yep. I mean, I wouldn't expect a good game out of Rashad White, but you ha- you're Baker? playing. I th- I think, and then ah, yeah, asking for hey, a friend. Hey, a- asking asking for a friend. Say you had Joe Burrow and Anthony Richardson and Baker. Which one would you James, play? I'm telling life? you right now, that probably was. I know it hurts you. And, and this is me being 100% honest. I know it hurts you to play him, but we've talked about the secondary with the Eagles. Like, so if if there was one person that you could play this week, especially with an over-under on Monday night in prime time, I think that is – you can expect probably 230 and maybe two. Uh, all right, all right. What, what if Joe Burrow plays? Because he did practice today. Baker. You still think – Jade? Baker. We haven't seen Joe do anything the first two weeks. You understand that this is a, this is a, like I'm I'm putting my faith in Baker and putting Joe Burrow on the bench. Like Joe Burrow, if it goes wrong, I feel like an asshole. Joe Joe Burrow, Joe Burrow could go out on the first play if Aaron Donald wraps him around his leg. Like you you know, what's really making my decision is the fact that they at least play in a. Like prime time, so it's like, all right, he's playing in prime time, you know. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, at least you'll yeah, know if is. Burrow's playing before Baker because Baker's right before him, right? Like at this point, I I am unfortunately leaving Baker. Yeah. All right, let's move on because, like I said, we got Rams yeah. plus three. Last game of let's the slate it. here. Last game of the slate, Monday Night Football. Rams plus three at Cincinnati Bengals. Over under forty three and a half. I'm going to, I'll just start out here because I love the freaking over here. I mean, love the over. I don't, I don't know. Joe doesn't play. Even if Joe doesn't play, I think they're, I think they're factoring that in already. Like, this is insane to me that we, we've seen the Rams, they can move the ball, right? So they look, they look good. The Bengals defense has their they're over 6.5 wins is looking great for me. You know, the Bengals offense has sucked. Yes. But the Bengals defense hasn't kept them in games, which we thought they might have. Right. So 
I really do like the over whether Joe, I think even honestly, I think if Joe plays, it might hurt the over, like get somebody in there. That's healthy. that can sling the thing because the Rams secondary is nothing to write home about. Um, Leading into that, my prop bet is what a slap in the face this is so far. What a slap in the face after a guy that gets 30 targets in two weeks that you have him at 63 and a half receiving yes. yards. Thank that's, you. That's that's this so, is so fucking fishy. Is that's that not so fishy. fishy? Give hey, me that. Hey, Scal. Hey, Scal. You smell that? That smells like that. That smells like fish. <laughs> I'm telling you, 63 and a half. The guy has 30 fucking targets in the first two weeks. How are you going to give him 63? Oh, God. I didn't even notice he did that, too. Yeah. Did... Puka, puka, puka. Yeah. Puka. Easy. <laughs> puka, 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 puka. So, like, I didn't think I was going to be saying this at the beginning of the year, but bet it until it doesn't fucking hit, right? Like, so, hammer that shit. I think. Easy, and I, I have the Rams money line though. <laughs> so uh, my my Rams <laughs> money line is contingent. I I don't think Joe Burrow will play. If he does play, I don't see him finishing the game, and that's my honest opinion. I know that hurts James. I know I love I love Joe Burrow as much as the next guy, but the way he looked last week, not great. Hurt the same thing that he was hurting off season. I I, I digress. You can go, James. Yeah, I'm all over Rams. If even if Joe Burrow plays, I still like the Rams. That line's probably going to move if he gets ruled out for sure. I think it actually went down to two point five already. But Rams have looked good. They've looked. They can move the ball. The defense can be whatever. And Bengals look bad. So it's kind of like what we said. I I kind of need to see some things before. I don't want to start calling you know the return of the Bengals before I see it. And Joe hasn't looked that great. So I'll I'll, I'll take the points easily. Like I'll I'll gladly take Rams in the points and then my prop I have the these aren't up yet but whatever Nixon's yards are um I I would I would take and I might get I'm gonna I'll call it right now I think his yards are at 68.5 for his over yards for his rush and I would take that if it's you know, we'll, James, we'll see you've been are. talking dirty to me all night. I know. <laughs> you've been <laughs> talking dirty to me all night. <laughs> and, and Sticks been has, has been loving my team, so I think yeah. we're liking each other. Yeah. Hey, well, you never know. But I know. All but right. Yeah, I'm all over mixing. Let's move into just real quick fantasy implications. Rams, you're playing Puka. You're I, I are you playing Stafford? Have people been playing Stafford? You're I mean, playing I, Stafford. Let's all put that. I would. I would play. I, Stafford I am playing Stafford. Jesus, you asshole! Yeah, Dude, why cups, you pick him up? You don't need him. You got Daniel Jones. No, he doesn't. No. So what? you're playing Stafford. In our situation, obviously, you're playing Puka. Tutu Atwell might be a solid flex, even though that's not a sexy name. Tyler Higby, he falls into that tight end category yeah. that we're beating like a dead horse. On the Tyron Williams, side, you're playing. Tyron Williams, yes. Oh, yeah. On the flip side, you're playing Joe because Joe should be fed the ball with or without Joe Burrow. If Joe Burrow does play, they're going to try to protect him a little bit more. Joe Mixon, fucking get in the goddamn end zone this week, please. T, Jamar. Jamar hasn't been playing well. Everyone knows that they're sick that they picked them, but you're still playing them, obviously. Are you playing Irv Smith? No. 
Well, mm, fair. I guess you can. I mean, whatever. He runs <laughs> that into that. He's he's on the bottom tier of that segment we're talking about. Like, yep. geez, if, you, if you're playing Irv Smith, you're you're not looking great. Asking for a friend, Kyron Williams or Raheem Mostert. Mm. PPR. Mm. That's tough. How about both? I like, I mean, I like them both. I, I do like them both. Um, yeah, I'm playing both. <laughs> well, now that Waddle's out. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. All right, you guys got anything else? Because I got a couple questions from nah, from some people that, that are looking for it. All right, I, I, we we got two. We'll, we'll we'll go through them quick. Um, first question coming in. This, the fan that wrote in said uh, they have Cooper Cup on the IR right now. Their other wide receivers are Amari Cooper, Darnell Mooney, Jacoby Myers. They also have Kyle Pitts at tight end, but they have Puka Nakua. Do you trade Puka Nakua now while his values as high as it is, knowing they have Cooper Cup on the IR? Mm. God, this 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 is a good question. I mean, Darnell Mooney stinks. Yeah, he's not relevant. Yeah. Um, pretty much the only person that's relevant there is Amari, right? Jacoby. Jacoby and Jacoby, I, yeah. So you could, I think you can get away I with think, those two for one more week. I, but I think you can also have a pretty solid lineup with Amari, Puka, and Jacoby. It depends. I think it depends what your running backs are, right? What are you going after? Who are you getting? That's that's what we should yeah. ask. Like who? That's the hell that's the main question. Because because here's the thing. It's it's more you who have you're one going of the after. Rare time. Right? This is one of the rare times that there's a wide receiver like handcuff because really it's just for running backs but like when when cooper cup comes back obviously puka nakua is going to be down a little bit but you also don't know if what if cooper comes back and he re-aggravates like you have no idea so it's really dependent on do you think cooper or, comes back and he's fine i don't, I don't even or you mind, can have both they'll both i don't mind good. starting both of them i i don't yeah, either don't. they so seem like they're slinging it this year 30 fucking targets over two weeks Okay, so if Stafford throws 30 times, 15 go to Cooper, 15 go to this fucking Puka guy. Like, Look, I, it's probably hard to play two wide receivers in the same team. I do understand that. That is tough. But I think even if Cooper Cup comes back, I think you keep Puka for now because, A, you get it like a pretty much a guaranteed wide receiver too. If Cooper Cup goes back down for whatever reason, hopefully not. But if he does, you got Puka the rest of the year. Dude, he's going to be like a wide receiver one if he keeps this up. Yeah, yeah. And it also depends – Go ahead, go ahead. I was going to say, like, that team can withstand two good run. Like, how many times was it Cooper Cup and Robert Woods for years? So even if it starts out and Cooper looks great and you believe in his health and all that stuff, it's not like Puka Nakua's value is going to go that much down. Like, sure, a little bit, but, like, unless you're getting unless you're getting a guaranteed starter, I mean, like a first, second round, like, quality. You're not getting Chris Olave for Puka Nakua. You're getting guys like Mike Williams, like, fucking – yeah. I'm trying to think of some other, you know what I mean? Like, unless just, you, I, if you get, if you get, a, if you get like a Chris Olave, Jalen Waddle, like Devontae Smith, like caliber guy, trade him right away. But like, you're not getting that. So just hold on for, hold on for it. Cause you kind of got a diamond in the rough right now. I think, yeah. I think just if, if he keeps it up for the next week or two, like leading up to Cooper cup coming back, then maybe you could even get like a, a running back and a receiver for him. Like if he keeps this up, so 
It's it's more just I would have two guaranteed starters if I'm straight. Yeah, yeah. Because he's very valuable, especially if you have Cup and Puka. You can just trade him either out. If if Cooper Cup goes down, like that stinks, but still Puka. What else we got? Uh the second one was a tr- was a trade uh question. This also comes in from a good personal close friend of ours. So he was offered Dallas Goddard and Rashad Bateman, and he would give away Drake London and Gus Edwards. What do we think about that? Shit for shit. What's what's it his, is. who's his tight end? Do you do we know? His it's Tyler Higby. I think he's ugh. say that again. The the trade. The fr- the person that wrote this in would acquire Dallas Goddard, Rashad Bateman, and he would give away Drake London, Gus Edwards. No, I wouldn't do that. Yeah, I, I think I'm on that page. Uh, Bateman hasn't done jack shit, and you know, early on Goddard Bateman's irrelevant. Yeah, yeah, Goddard yeah. really hasn't done as much. I, I, mean, I mean, they did feed him week two a little bit more, but he didn't really do do too much. I think you hold on. Let's see what Drake does this week, and then we can go on with that. Yeah, and Higby's yeah. not a terrible. Higby's not a terrible. Yeah, he's been he's been out. bad. He's been yeah, bad but so he's, far, he's I guess still in that range. But so is Goddard. But so is Goddard. You know what I mean? Like, got. I guess Goddard it's should like be Drake, better. But Drake London's upside is bigger than Dallas Goddard. Correct? Yeah. Like it, yeah. he. It, that's what I mean. But it, he could also like in the tight end landscape, which we've said multiple times, like. Tight ends are bad. So if you can find one that can all, if you can get one on, on a discount and Dallas Goddard becomes the third best tight end, like that's a difference maker. So I think it's a toss up. His other wide receivers on the team are uh, Marquise Hollywood Brown and um, Jerry Judy or his other two wide receivers. So like, yeah. uh, well, no, and Devonte Smith is his one, but like he's yeah, this is okay. really looking at it like his two. So, yeah, I don't know. I think you could go either way. It kind of depends on how you feel Dallas Goddard would do the rest I of the year. I think he could get better. I mean, I if, that, he... if that trade was offered to him, I'd be trying to trade Drake London, that person, for a better tight end. Yeah, I think upside. No. Well, the other better tight end is TJ Hawkinson. You're not getting him. Mark Andrews, no. Tre- Kelsey, no. And then yeah. after those three, they don't matter who they are. Yeah, uh, it's just a – I think the, I, wouldn't I take, think I wouldn't take wise, it right now. Yeah, if you if you had better uh if you had better wider like wide receivers, I'd say you could do it, but you know, that is what it is. But yeah, those were our two uh fan questions. If for future apps, if you guys have any start sick questions, trade advice, anything like that, please D DM us or Texas if you happen to know us pretty personally, and we will answer them on the show. Beautiful. All right, so now we are 0 and 2. However, we got better from week one to week two. James, two and zero. Oh. Scow, one and one. Stick, zero oh and two. Ah, the greatest sorry, lock sorry, parlay. Fellas. The greatest lock parlay. I was torn between two. I'm going to make this quick. We've already touched on both of these, so let's make this quick. Do we know what this is total, James? Can you start building this parlay for I'll us? Let me go last. Let me go last. Yep, you can go last. My Lock of this week is C.D. Lamb Touch. Last week it worked with Saquon. This week it's going to work with C.D. Lamb. 
I wanted to do something with the Eagles, but they're on Monday night, and I don't feel like waiting for that. So I'm going to have a same-game parlay with the Eagles and A.J. Brown, all of A.J. Brown. I'm eating all of his lunch. Boom. Stick, what do you have? Yeah, I think we're going a little SGP here to start. So I I have Pollard over 92.5 rushing receive yards. Do we have to do that as a – do we have to do that as an SGP? We would have to do that as an SGP for a parlay. Those well, two, and then not? whatever James has. Are we allowed to do that? Yeah. Ah, uh, I don't. Oh, wait, actually, I might be able to. Hold on. I don't yeah, know if I could. I don't know if you could do combined yards in an SGP. You might be able to. James, do yours real quick on the line, and then I I got this. Uh, mine. I'm going back from my week one, darling. I'm doing Tyree Kill over 85.5 receiving yards. Wow. Dolphins are good. It's at home. The, the guy said he's going for 2,000 yards, so he's got to get over 85 in week three to start doing that. So I'm all over Tyree Kill. I I, 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 I tend to trust these studs, and I and Tyreek is about as good as they get. I'm all I'm over him. Yeah, I, I agree with that. I, Eighty-five think, feels low. All right, I don't think I don't think we can I do. We can. I don't think we can do both. So I'm gonna go with my next lock, and I'm gonna go Godwin over his receiving yards. All right, love that. Oh, and what is that at again? I think it was. Oh my 50, god, we had to wait till Monday night for that. Yeah. So I wasn't gonna do a Monday night game, but I guess I no, guess we works. will. Whatever works. You know what? I I would take a I would take a waiting win than a one p.m. loss. Yeah, absolutely. All right, 53.5. So that, 53.5. That means I can't be the first loser. All right, so while James crunches those plus, numbers. Plus 606. Beautiful. Love that. Wow. All right, so so that's our episode. Last week, we told you to start Josh Reynolds. This week, we gave you a lot of good information. Hopefully, it hits. We did hit a parlay last week. I personally want to wish good luck to everyone out there. Week three, big time. I'm 0-2, hoping to come back here on Tuesday, 1-2. You guys, you guys are 1-1 one and 2-0. One and and oh. Good luck to you. If I come back 0-3, I might be the worst co-host there is. Hey, good luck, everybody. Like, this is a good, good week. This this, this is make so or break much. for a lot of people, <laughs> you know. 1-2 even sounds a lot better than 0-3, and, and vice yeah. versa. 3-0 sounds a lot better than 2-1. and one. Yep. So, you know, this is a make-or-break week for a lot of people, but I hope we gave everybody some picks. Pick and choose. Pick and choose. Yep. Help us help you. Hit that subscribe button. Like us on Instagram, the greatest team on paper. Please follow us. Send us some DMs of your questions. We'll be on it. James, you got final thoughts? Nothing. Just I, I love football so much, and this is the highlight of my Friday. All right, boys. Well, enjoy your night. Yep. Have a good weekend, fellas. All right. Everyone, good luck. Good luck, everybody.